Hi everyone, hope you liked the new intro. We are back. We are it back. Is, it is the Club Racing UK podcast back in 2022. Hopefully everyone didn't put on too much race weights over the Christmas break. And we're coming Hello. back with a bang. We are coming back. You could just say, bang. just need to say, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New <laughs> You're Year. the last people well, that get it. It's too the last people that get it. Now. Yeah. You say that, Nick. You say that, right? One of the first comments, Matt Cleary, sod the New Year stuff. Let's go racing. Well, the racing yes. does begin around March time. Okay, guys. However, I Not have long. a feeling this is this is going to be a very, very popular show because we have got well, let's just put let's just put it bluntly, we've got three superstars on the show. So first of all, we just want to extend not our thanks. Not well, you as a superstar, really? Uh, I just want to extend our thanks for the idea behind this show too. Max Coates, Groves Motorsport, Sam Pierce put the idea of the show together, funnily enough, on one of the last shows from last year. And we had to get it done, didn't we, guys? We had to get it done, get the guests on and talk yeah. about what we're going to talk about tonight. Quite an important yeah. topic from last year, and we need to carry it on. Let's just... We've got a lot of people joining us. So we've got the likes of Sam Pierce, Stu Kennedy, Ian Biss Phillips, Matt Cleary, Jason Stone, Andrew Banthorpe, a lot of these guys, Graves regulars. Evening, everyone. Amelia Vincent, AJ Owen, yeah. Chris Pratt, Daniel Gordon. Johnny Berry, we'll try and get your comments in as much as we can, guys. Blimey. But, but anyone would think they've missed us. <laughs> I think they it's to do with I think it's to do with a guest, to be honest, guys, because we have got a spectacular show lined up Rob, for you. Tonight. Come on now, this is our fourth season. This is this is season four, episode one. I think we've oh, no. uh, we can take at least a little credit for a okay. cracking show. About one about one percent, yeah. About one percent. No, <laughs> we've got um, honestly, guys. Seriously, twenty twenty two is going to be mega. We've got some mega plans in the pipeline for the club. Mega plans in the pipeline for the show. It's just, I'm buzzing for this year. I cannot wait. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. But like we've said, we're starting the year off with a bang. So tonight we've got three guests from the mini challenge, as you would have seen from all the promotion we did in the week leading up to it. Well. <laughs> If anything, we've got three of the biggest guests you could really bring on because they're all champions. And we're going to start off with our first guest, Mr. Dominic Wheatley, who dominated the Cooper Trophy Challenge, culminating his title win at Silverstone. So our first guest tonight is Mr. Dominic Wheatley. Steph, are you bringing him on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you guys planned that before, Ed. Even guys. Know. Good evening, Dom. Dom. Okay, Dom, how are we doing? Very good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big, uh, big ego boost there while I was waiting to come on there. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm lining that door frame on my way out. But I was uh... going to say it's a disclaimer, wasn't it? Was it was one of the disclaimers you had to sign before you uh, you came on here. Make sure that you can leave the door afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, admittedly, Dom. <laughs> Admittedly, Dom, after the fantastic way you drove in 2021, it's an absolute pleasure to get you on the show. So enjoy yourself. You. Let's have let's have some fun, and it's all going towards a good good cause. Now, our second guest tonight, to put it simply, is the JCW overall champion. One of the nicest guys I'm told you could come across. And uh, yeah, let's hope he moves on to even bigger and better things in 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Zelos joins us. Woo -hoo -hoo. 
Hey, there we go. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. So uh, your season went quite well last year. So we're we're looking forward to having you on to tell us about how it all went. But more importantly, tell us how the Enduro KA 500 went on at Brands. Yeah, that was uh, definitely the highlight of the whole season. 100%. You know, amazing. Are <laughs> you absolutely sure? Well, I'm sure all the comments that are starting to flood in at the moment, you're going to get some questions asked you this evening. So just sit back, relax. Let's have a good show and let's have some fun. Now, our final guest for this evening is someone that you will see all over social media. He's a bit of a legend, to be honest. And I don't think you would find one person in this entire world that doesn't like the guy. From Grace Motorsport, please welcome Mr. Max Coates. Hello. Oh, we, need like, we need like a superstar drum roll. We can't. I'm the only one that's not won a championship. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to correct you there, Max. You are the graduate champion. Let's be fair. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Next right. next year I'll take down the spot, but on it this year. All the graduate champions, Max. That's it. Yeah. That's what, that's what we all aspire to. All the taking part, Max. Right. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Spirit <laughs> of the Challenge Awards. <laughs> spirit, spirit of the Mini Challenge Awards. That's, that's, that's yeah. quite a good one, that. Well, it's great to have you three guys on. So I think we'll start off with the main topic du jour tonight. So I'll come to you first, Max. So the Enduro KA500. Mm -hmm. Describe to me how, how did it all come about? Um, through um, Carl, Dave, and Peter at Grays Motorsport, really, um, they um, they have obviously a long-standing relationship with um, with MSV yep. and the Enduro KAs and, and and run cars and that, and they're obviously my team. And um, Carl basically said, "Look, what we want to do is do something to support the marshals," and um, the idea is that we'll enter Team Mini Challenge. We'll supply the car um, and a mechanic for you. You'll drive it. Um, and then we'll bring in another two drivers from Mini Challenge, ideally wanting to cover JCW and Coopers, um, and that their teams will support it with, with them. Um, so basically supply some mechanics. Um, we'll get the car out, we'll get that running, and then we'll raise some money for, for BMMC, the, the Marshalls charity. Yeah, so yeah. Um, the Marshalls charity, they are the Marshalls group. So, um, so yeah, that was that was really where the plan formulated from. And, and uh, I think Dan and uh, Dom were, were the natural natural choices, really, as the, the two champions this year. Outstanding. Uh, so, so, Dan, you've just said that the KAs really, it was the highlight of your year. So, I mean, if you were to put a JCW next to a KA, what are the differences, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, no power comparison. Very similar. Um, you know, the, the appearance, how beautiful they are. Very, very similar as well. Um, but no, honestly, um, all the pressure from the whole season as a whole to then like end the season by jumping in a KA, raising money for a, um, a brilliant charity, and be racing with these guys. Where, like, for example, with Max, I've raced against all season. Uh, like a high pressure scenario and then i've been working um with accelerator sport in the in the coopers against dom pretty much as well to then all come together with with the teams together and do something like this was you know it was really enjoyable it's something i definitely want to do again 
Awesome, awesome. And Dom, so so, I mean, Dom, I'm not gonna, I'm not belittling the Coopers at all when I say it, but coming from a lower powered sort of close <clears> racing <throat> formula and jumping into the KA, did you find that it was a bit more? I, I know it's only sixty horsepower, whereas a Cooper's probably got Whoa. double. Uh, <laughs> marginal, so, maybe some car. Some cars are sixty brake horsepower, Rob. Some some cars are sixty. Some are fifty with a good tailwind. I get that. Um, <laughs> but did you sort of find that it was sort of that low speed? Get as much out of the car as you can to get the inertia out of the corners. Was there a lot that you could bring from the trophy side or not? I thought I was going to have the advantage over these guys. Maybe I did. Maybe I did have the advantage over these guys. But I thought. Yeah, coming from the the Coopers, I'm not coming <coughs> from 300 brake down to 60. I've only got a, not a not a five times drop, just a two times drop. Um, but it it wasn't so much the power that felt so different. The you know there is that you've just got to keep them wound up. Um, you know you, you forget how late you can break into the top of uh, in the Druids at Brands when you only have 60 horsepower. You, it, you know, yeah, it's merely just a lift. But um, when uh, it, it was really that, just everything felt kind of sloppy. The steering was very much still like a road car. The rear still felt like a road car. The body wall, even compared to the Cooper, where you've got this stiff car and everything's much more kind of racing. The I got out there. We, we didn't have a practice day. We didn't have a test day. We just thought, oh, we'll get into, we'll get into quality. Max has raced K's before. We'll let him do the the fast lap. We, yeah. Me and Dan we using it as a test session. And uh, yeah, I got out there thinking ah, this will be fine. It'll just be like the Cooper, but I've just got more time to think about stuff. Even more time to think about stuff. Um, I'll plan some kind of what I'll have for dinner. Or I'll think about next week. But, <laughs> uh, trying to keep it wound up when just every part of the car said i'm not built for racing it was actually um yeah, it was it's quite tricky quite tricky okay well i mean going by some of these images there i don't think you guys found it that difficult i mean it's it's quite impressive two wheeling a ka off the curb like that who's white helmet well i'm, I'm trying to work out who is that i think that who's that got the white it? helmet is that you dom no 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 I don't think there's a white helmet there. Oh, hang on. But that oh, might be me. Oh, no, yeah, that's a white helmet. <laughs> I, think no, it, I think it is me. Yeah, that might be Busted. There we go. So, not, ta not taking it too gently on the car there, Dom. But, oh, yeah, yeah, so we've, we've, we've got no, some images for the day. <laughs> uh, I think Dan's got a bit of the beehive going on there, but he seems happy uh, talking <laughs> <laughs> Talking to, talking to the car. But I tell you what, I, I did actually see you guys during the day while I was at the event. Obviously, Nick and Steph, you guys were running a car down the pit lane with not so good fortunes, but we won't go into that. Um, but the Graves yeah. the Graves guys um, had a couple of car, couple of gar, cars on the go. Try saying that when you've had some alcohol. Um, and, it, I mean, genuinely going in, I mean, Graves has got a great camaraderie anyway, but it genuinely looked like you three were having fun. It, it, it genuinely does. So, is it something you'll consider doing again? Maybe a full season. Come on. It was, like Dan said, when, when you've done a whole season and you, the pressure's on and, you know, you, you're so focused on getting the results 
sometime you know on an evening you get to relax and whatnot but during the day when you're out on track you've, you've got to focus so kind of like get, get out on track and just go you know what just you know i want to do well but i want to compete we're all competitive but just a bit, there's uh there's nothing critical here i can get away with yeah. um a few mistakes That's it. You, you haven't got to worry about championship points and you know exactly yeah the knock-on effect to like the next race or something like that so yeah, yeah i bet it's quite nice to just be able to go ha ah, just relax into it ish yeah. yeah yeah i mean i can't lie though the the lap that max did not come back round was so emotional after the hours we put in and how yeah. Yeah. the result was looking for Max not to come around that lap, uh, they're almost brought tears to my eyes because, um, yeah, me and Dom didn't break the car. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Max just gave hands to finish and he didn't come back from Druids. <laughs> so what happened then, Max? So what did you break? Um, I'm trying to remember what broke now. Did it... it was the uh, the mount for the gearbox. gearbox. That was it. Yeah, so... The um, I felt it go. I it, we actually stopped with like three minutes to go, and um, yeah. like we'd we'd led quite a lot of it. So yeah. I think I started um, come through from like ninth to fourth, third or something. Then did Dan take over, and we were we were leading then for quite a long time in both both of your first stints, I think. Um, and then, um, and then I jumped in at the end, and um, we were, we were back down to something like fifth. And then with something like fifteen minutes to go, all the penalties then get yeah yeah uh, collated out. So um, you know, I was like trying to work it out in my head, or who who do we need to pass to have a podium, and what who do I need to pass so that I can unlap myself behind a safety car to get back onto the lead lap so we can still win this. Um, and then it was all kind of well. The best we can do is finish fourth, and um, like, oh, that, that's that's good, but it's not really what we came for. Um, and then I can't remember who was on the on the headset. It was um, one of the accelerate lads, wasn't it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It basically came on and said, "Right, the car ahead is for third." <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> right, okay, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and Carrot then uh, firmly dangled. Yeah, it's like right, get get him. And uh, we were we were catching, and we're in a, in a scrap at the end of end of the race for the third place. Um, and the, the I think it made a, a sort of a funny noise first, um, and it and then the gear stick became quite heavy um, to the point where every time I braked, it was trying to pull back out of third gear into neutral. So I did right. the sort of the last sort of. Bit, trying to chase them down, pushing pushing third into gear, um, yeah, and then it and then it just it made a really big bad noise, and uh, <laughs> and then that was that was that was the engine off. But I was on the radio to Carl, and he was sort of saying, "Oh, I was like, it, there's something wrong. Like it's making some bad noises, and the gearbox feels like it wants to fall out." Um, <laughs> What should I do? And he said, "Don't care, get a podium." So that was yeah. uh, that was the plan, but it didn't last. Unfortunately. <laughs> to be fair, I'm I'm surprised Carl didn't just come back on the radio going, "It's a Ford." 
Coming from someone that races a Ford, I would expect that exact same reply. It's a Ford. It's yeah. going to make that noise. It's, it's yeah. standard. No, it was not a standard fine. noise. <laughs> no. Gearbox failing, not standard. Yeah, the, the, the sound of everything slowly lunching itself to bits because it's not being held up. So Carl actually confirming in the comments there, the gearbox mount shed. We have yeah, got some yeah. other comments coming in. There's lots of people watching tonight. So we've got future Drift King Max Coates coming in from Ian Biz Phillips. <laughs> yeah, me and uh, me, me and Biz did a, a drift day with Yogi up at, at Teesside um, just before New Year. So... Um, yeah, I've done done ice driving, obviously done circuit driving and um fancied adding drifting to, to that. So I did a day uh, did a day with them and um yeah, I think the plan was for me to drive Ian's car. Uh but unfortunately oh, he, he broke he it broke. before the end of the day and I didn't get that go. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> which which I was really good for him, but looking at it I was bricking it so uh it's, it probably <laughs> probably got me out of uh, something that i'd have only embarrassed myself with it's a mega bit of kit though that is isn't it it's it is a serious oh, serious car. What a car he's such a dude as well such a guy oh the time that, it, that ian's put into that car is uh is, is yeah. astounding and uh yeah. yeah sort of taught me through it and it is for for, for those of you who don't know he, he, he does drifting and this car has had everything thrown at it um it's like way everything that can be out of it is out of it i couldn't believe how many little holes he'd drilled in anything he could drill a hole in to try and get away out of it but yeah it's um yeah that's that's what the drifting thing's all, all about yeah well, hopefully okay. just a little a quick small plug hopefully yeah uh mine maybe next rotors are lining up a bit better so i can mechanic for in a bit better this year so if you're into drifting we're going to try and vlog, sort of assisting as a mechanic. Yeah. As a mate. And, and, and just one and final one as well. Like cool. My highlight of 2021 was getting to come down the Goodwood Hill in Biz's car. It's like, I'd like to go up the hill competitively one day, but coming down it in front of the crowd in Biz's car was just, yeah. Highlight of 2021 for me, that was. <laughs> right now, I've got, I've, I've got a comment here from the boss, Peter Graves. Okay, Ooh. now you mentioned, I think Ooh. Dominic mentioned using the brake going into Druids. You're not supposed to use the bloody brake. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose in a KO that may be true, but if if anyone's if anyone's going to be able to get away with just lifting, it's maybe you guys, because I'm sure I wouldn't yeah. try it. Even in a 60 horsepower KA, sob doing oh, that. Rob, true. we'd love, we need to get you in a KA. You've, you've, you've helped us enough over the years. And our KA not... venture has now ended, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, wow. yeah, that's the news there. So, Steph, what wow. has happened yeah. to the Club Racing UK KA? Sold it. Sold it. She's oh, gone. Yeah. She's gone. <laughs> that was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a big story there. Solid babe, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, if anyone saw the condition that Matt left it in after the last race, yes, I didn't fancy re rebuilding that and trying to repair the engine on the mini in the same winter. So, uh, had to go. See you. Yeah, bye, KA. We've done it for three years now, haven't we, boys? We've got yeah. wins, we've got podiums. So, yeah. on, on to. Hopefully we onto can, bigger, uh, better things. 
Hopefully we can still get on a team for the 24 hour because I still want to experience that in the KA, but yeah. our car would never have made it anyway, so it's pointless, pointless trying to get that. <laughs> yeah, I think a gearbox mount breaking would have been the least yeah, of our problems. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can imagine, to be fair. So, Max, I'll come back to you because obviously being a BMMC ambassador obviously carries that little bit of significance for you. And I, So you, you advertised just before you came <laughs> onto the show tonight that you've spoken to someone at Brands Hatch. Are you able to offer any insight into that? Or? Yes. You know, you know the picture where it was the, 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 group, the group of us? Yes. Um, that you posted up before. Um, so we were, we were in, the, in the pit garage, weren't we, Dom? Yeah. Um, just before. And um, David Dre is the guy who's in the in the orange uh, there as, as um, Marshall. Okay. And he, he came up and he, he sort of said, oh, I understand that you, you know, you, you're racing for um, for us with BMMC and um, and you're racing for me. And we um, said, yeah, you know, it'd be great to get a picture. And he said, could I tell you um, a bit about my story? And um he was he was the marshal in charge um the day that um robin um not robin robert foot sadly lost his life earlier um yeah. last year which i'm sure everybody remembers from the world of motorsport it was um we were racing at alton that weekend weren't we down at, in mini challenge and um i don't think um you ever expect anybody to be losing their life at a, at a race event it's um it's a fairly you know, it's obviously dangerous, but it's a fairly safe sport. You definitely don't expect a marshal to be losing their life. Um, and and actually to to listen to David's story about his um, his arm and his hand and his movement and his rehabilitation and what he could remember of the event and all that kind of thing was was re- was really quite moving um, for him, but also for 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 me and, and everybody else in the in the pit garage and. Um, yeah, it was. It was. To, to be honest, you know, we've we've raised money and we had a great time racing, and I think it helped to bring all the teams together and mm. and everything else. But for me, um, that sort of fifteen twenty minutes with David was, was encapsulated why we did it, um, and and it and it sort of made it. You know, we. I guess as drivers in the position that me, Dan, and Dom are, we get to do some pretty cool stuff like going drifting with beers, like doing the KA endurance race. Um, it, but that was, the, the, that was really quite a special moment really. And, um, you know, he was, he was very open, very honest about everything that had happened. And um, hopefully it was a, a nice release for him to be able to, to, to just talk about it. And um, yeah, it was sort of kept in touch with, with David since and, um, he sent me sort of notes of what happened on the day and that sort of thing. He, 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 he'd written down quite a bit, and yeah, it was. Um, he was. He was. I'm really pleased that he came to to come and see us because it, it brought the whole point of what we were doing um, very much close to home. Yeah, no, absolutely astounding. Absolutely astounding, Max. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Pierce Motorsport, obviously he was in the garage with you guys. Uh, yeah. His story was very moving. It was a very emotional moment. So obviously there is still a Just Giving page open. As of an hour ago, there was £1,430 raised. So yeah. I don't know, about, don't know about you guys, so I'll reshare it again. I've already donated. 
Um, but if you can, yeah. guys, and you are watching tonight, even a tenner, even a tenner, if you can go out and get Starbucks tomorrow morning or do something like that, go to the Just Giving page. It all goes to the BMMC, and it's for yeah. people. It, it, it's for people that, that Max looks after as a BMMC. For these guys. For the Orange Army. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly that. And, and that's I mean, the thing. To, I mean, to me, if anybody if anybody's got a race license, they can afford a tenner. So, you yeah. know, that's the, you know, the, the 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 guys who dress in orange and, and look after us on a race weekend, do it for for no financial reward. Um, when something like what happened to David happened to David, we need to be there to support them. So if um, you can afford to go racing, you can afford to put a tenner in the pot. And um and it and it go to the marshals and 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 keep them right when they need it. So, um, yeah. So, on that note, thing, I need to get is, my donation in as well. There we go. Well, there we go, guys. <laughs> I've, I've just put the I've just put the link up there now. So it's just, ignore the other stuff afterwards. But I'm sure if you go to the Just Giving page, the crowdfunding page, Mini Challenge UK BMMC. Get on there. So it's all it's all Graves Motorsport up. If you read the description and everything, you'll know that you're in the right place. So of the two thousand pounds that you guys want to raise, we're at 1430 at the moment. So get onto the link. Even a tenner. Even a tenner. If the thing is, is we'll post it on our socials as well. Just just going back to obviously what we're saying. And I know every, you know, we say it all the time, and unfortunately, you know, such a tragic event highlighted just just the risk these guys put themselves on. But none of us lot who race cars a weekend bit of fun you can do it without these guys you know yeah we said it tons of times i think i've i've heard that phrase since day dot we can't go racing without these guys so let's all just give a little bit back that they stand in those little huts you know waving the flags come rain or shine all day no questions asked so us silly buggers can all go and play in cars or bikes or whatever so yeah yeah, the least we can do, is I think uh, one of the the points out, you know, when he was telling us his story, one of the bits that stuck with me most was when he said that, you know, this was the first weekend where he could come back because for the first time is, you know, he could, with the grip of his hand, he could get back and he wanted to get back as soon as he could because so many marshals after that event took a, took a bit of time to kind of step back and go, oh, is it? You know, it was so shocking for us all. You know, yeah, yeah. so naturally, a few marshals kind of went, "Look, I've, I want to yeah. reconsider this." Uh, and I thought it was amazing that you know, the first time he could come back, he said, "Right now, I'm going to go back and show that it's okay." You know, these things can happen. It's a dangerous spot, but I want to be the. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was a, it was a free like it was a freak accident, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Um, but yeah, it's like you say, it's it's one of those things. I think we hear it so often, it starts to become that you just you repeat this and you go, oh yeah, you yeah. can go. But when you hear stories like that, when you hear of incidents like that, it really, you know, um, it reinforces that yeah. kind of we can't go racing without these. And what these guys do is just mm. uh, is phenomenal. And you know, every weekend, like you say. For the sake of a tenner, um, to, to to donate to that to help you know support the marshals, help with training and everything like that, uh, yeah, it just it's got to be done. Yeah, 
exactly guys so i have just put i didn't realize i could do this i have just put the link out on the comment section of the youtube and facebook so if you want to donate click that link it should take you through to the just giving page or copy and paste it hopefully it's well, we'll chuck it we'll chuck it on our socials as well after the show um put on our instagram twitter as well now twitter um, oh yes twitter. Twitter. <laughs> and TikTok. maybe we'll Maybe maybe we'll put it on our TikTok stuff because that's just that's gone mad this this week, isn't it? Yeah. I always yeah, thought we've become TikTok sensations. Who else creates a TikTok account and gets a hundred thousand viewed posts? Views in the days. first week. Yeah. Is that what you've done? Video. We do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> mental. What I know. You put a picture up that wasn't to do with race cars or something. No, it was, uh, <laughs> it was me in a bra. <laughs> no that's what TikTok's that. about, isn't it? Yeah, Ask for friend. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! But yeah, it was, it was a race car re- related video that came. It up. was race car related, and I remember Nick. Nick sent me the KO picture. When, yeah, Nick sent me the picture. It was actually. It was from. It was from the race you boys are in. So. Yeah. I'll go and watch it in a bit. I'll definitely do it. <laughs> if you're going to do anything, read the comments. Okay, <laughs> read yeah. the comments. Oh, my Genius. God. I believe it is to do with a certain third driver that was racing with uh, Steph that day. And though it was third, a very We only had two that day. Oh, you only had two yeah. drivers that day, of course. Nick yeah. did race. But, uh, yeah, so the yeah, other driver that, that, that doesn't watch this show, so we could say whatever we want. Um, yeah, we can. <laughs> he doesn't care anyway. He doesn't care. <laughs> I think he made He didn't he made, that day, did he? Well, yeah. Well done. <laughs> I think he left his uh, his race driver's license and everything else in the hotel room. <laughs> I th- like I say, actually, no, we should no just, just, while we're out on air quickly... We should just say, I think it was previous, was it the week before or a couple of weeks before we were talking about driving standards and, yes. then, and then that climbed into one of our cars. <laughs> it's like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> guys, yeah. if you want to see what we're talking about, head on to our TikTok account. You'll see what we're on about. I was actually surprised all <laughs> my driving standards in that care race. Yeah. How do you know Dom was going there was a few moments I had. But generally, considering there was a lot of cares out there on at Brands Indy, yeah. you know, I think it was forty-six cars there, wasn't it? Forty-six, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was. There was plenty of safety cars, but I think that was mainly people just running out of talent. Um, especially yeah. down to the first corner and, and parking it in the gravel. <laughs> Personally, I didn't actually have that much kind of dodging in or anything like that. A bit of wingmer has got folded in, but that's uh, that's just good racing. So I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised actually that um, yeah there was there wasn't there wasn't more uh, bumpers flying off and doors getting absolutely caved in. So yeah, I so say you're one of the lucky ones then. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Ooh, uh, well, well, oh, you say that either, either that or as Don pointed out, um, the, the the three below us uh, obviously have a bit more talent than the usual guys. So to be fair, yeah, able... th- th- these 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 guys are professional drivers. We're yeah. just a bunch of <laughs> idiots. Just, just making my have a go here. <laughs> I didn't touch anyone. That's 
Fair enough, fair enough, Steve. And uh, if you get yourself onto the Club Racing UK TikTok account, there is a video that proves that uh, the other driver did get himself into a few scrapes. So go go and leave a comment. Why not? Go and go and have a watch, Max. Go on. You know you want to. Nelson was, I think, he was like the last, the last uh, safety car. So he, he was one of the other drivers in our team. I remember coming down. I was like. Oh, someone's had a huge one. Like this is not good. <laughs> this is really not good. Is that? It's one of our other cars. It's it's Nelson. It it yeah. It's uh, not going yeah, well. Shot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bad thing was though was we were like secretly praying for a safety car so we could get unlapped. Ten minutes later, yeah. it was crash geared all over again. <laughs> yeah. So, so was it the awkward moment in the garage where you sort of like, oh, there's a car off, yes! And then the other yeah. side of the garage, you look across, oh. It's ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's What were the lads on the radio team about? I've forgotten now. There was... Um, Nelson made some, some comment about how slow the cars were. And... Um, uh, and he like crashed it like three times or something. But uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure one of the Graves lads who's watching will be able to remember what was being said to him just as he hit the wall. Um is it was somebody on like a radio message and it was it was something about like don't shun as he's literally going in at like sixty five seventy or something. Anyway. Yeah. From the video footage I've seen, it was quite a big one. It was, it was huge. It's done uh, a proper job. In, in, yeah, in terms of how heavy you can crash a KA, but <laughs> yeah, it, it, when you're going at about 20 miles an hour. Uh, Chris Yeatman comments, how many KAs rolled in the end? I had a sweepstake on it. We don't actually know. Yeah, we all did. We all had a sweepstake yeah, Alex, Alex Neville was in charge of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. Money. Right, Alex Neville, be if fair, you're watching... There wasn't that many rolls. There wasn't. Probably, he's probably no. still got the, the first one. I will just say the first one was caused by Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, um, it was one that didn't count as a roll, but wasn't. I thought it was a roll. He went on to his side, but then came back. Side. But I was like, that was... Yeah, I it's thought still four. a roll, wasn't it? It's off its, it's off its wheels. Surely that is a roll. Well, I think they said because it didn't make it onto its roof. Oh, okay. Actually, to be fair, all the sweepstake money from that all went in back into the pot. By the way, we need to add that to it. I don't know where that went. That's in Alex right. Neville's um, uh, his mini budget for this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it it could well be it could well be to be fair, guys. Well, to be fair, there is a twenty four hour race at Anglesey this year. So if the opportunity came, lads, oh. would you do it again? A hundred percent, definitely. Yeah, maybe not with Max. Max, because we know Max breaks cars. So maybe me yeah. and Don have to find a new teammate. Yeah, I think it's sure. I think that's probably best. <laughs> I'm out. Well, we're, we're we're looking for a car to drive this year. Yeah. So uh, back us up. UK Graves. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, they're looking for nah, a car nah, not nah. to be broken. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Hold on. 
You say that, you've got professional racing drivers down here that broke it. Yeah, I know. Um, can I just, I'll go back about 20 can, minutes. Can, actually, well, can I just say, can I just say, how many of these boys have got a podium and race wins under their belts in the KAs? <laughs> oh, what's that? None, none. I hear none. Sorry. Okay, race winner here. Did Who's got the trophy out of Dan and Dom? Hmm? Who's got the what? Who's got the biggest trophy? Who's got the biggest trophy? You mean Dan's? That's the, the height of a <laughs> small building. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Dom, Dom just looked bigger because he's small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, I have got it here. Look at the size yeah, of that. Bloody yeah, the birds hell. love it in the back garden. The birds love it. Like, we fill a water. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. perfect. Like, frozen over in the morning, though. But, yeah, it is. <laughs> It is awkwardly. Is it? It a bit over the top, <laughs> no, it? intended. Have you got it at home? It's awkwardly big. There's loads of content for your new TikTok in here, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, let's, let's just rewind that a minute. Yeah, the birds love it. <laughs> let's just rewind that. The birds love it, and it's awkwardly big. I'm the same way, Nick, Nick, I'm going I am going to come back to your point. We weren't, we weren't uh, going to go through the role of honour in the mini challenge. And, and so, yeah. But you say that they haven't won a race in the KA. But have you gone on to get, uh, just look at it here. So 2019, so that was two wins, nine podiums, three pole positions, third place in the championship. 2020, seven podiums, second place in the championship. And then this year, four wins, five podiums and the 2021 Drivers' Champion. No, but no. if you stick me in a minute, no. I'll have a bloody good go at it. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Just uh, just double checking there, Nick. Uh, have you won any races in the Mini Cooper Challenge and become Mini Cooper Challenge Drivers Champion? If you give me a Mini Cooper, I'll have a go. In his dreams. <laughs> in his dreams. On project cars. On project cars. Wakey, wakey. Nick. Hey, give me a, give me an opportunity. <laughs> give me an opportunity, and I'll get you some trophies. Job done. <laughs> might be in the boot from the shop but it'll get you some <laughs> I'll just bring my I'll just bring my from over here just just scribble out yeah. the enjoy uh, okay from it. his garden yeah. <laughs> look what I found <laughs> well I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you what guys shall we move on to your fantastic relative seasons in the UK mini challenge this year so we'll move on and Let's. do that so who sh who should we start with? Should we start with Max Coates? Yeah, he's going to get better then as the as the comments go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we say get better as it goes on. So let's put it into context. So realistically, in the JCWs, it's the first year for Braves Motorsport, correct? Yeah. So yes, you had a few you had a few issues from what I can understand early on in the season with the turbocharger and the way it was. Configure set up something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, to be honest, it started at Snetterton with me coming together with uh, Jason Lockwood. So, in in all honesty, that was my fault. Well, not my fault, but um, that wasn't anything to do with the team. So, um, or the team being new or anything like that. So, um, you know, we we found our feet in in the middle of the season. Found a few things with the car. That, that made it much, much stronger. And I think we were then on, on song, really, for the last two rounds at Donington and Brands, where we were on pole at Donington and um, we were second at second at Brands and, and kind of 
on course for pole until we, we, we kind of caught traffic halfway around the lap. Um, I think, you know, our pace in the first two races were was was okay. We, we'd probably have been right up the sharp end and on the podium in the in the first two had it not been for um, kind of getting punted out of the way by a few people on the on the first lap. Um, I think the second race I had a bit of a battle with Dan. I was right behind you the whole race, really, wasn't I, Dan? And then, uh, and then the final race we won. So it started off horrendously at Snetterton, where it was like, why have we even bothered coming this weekend? That was awful. To uh, to elation and winning at the last round. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully the, the latter half of the season, you know, really Donington and Brands shows where we're actually at. Um, and that's the form that we intend to take over into to 2022. Now, I get that it's this year now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, from you guys, because earlier in the year you sort of announced a long-term strategy. So, yeah, 2022. I'll keep going to say next year, but it's this year. Um, yeah. So mini challenge again this year, and you're going all out for the championship. And then yep. from next year, in particular with the hybrid regulations coming in, you're looking to make up into the British Touring Car Championship. Yeah, that's the plan. So um, the wheels are in motion for um, for us to make that move for 2023. Um, so we're we're starting to work towards that now. Um, the team in in Mini Challenges is a greatly expanded one in both um, JCW and Cooper Blasses for for Graves this year. Um, and yeah, gen- generally everything at Graves is is going very well. It's it's getting bigger and better as uh, as we go on, and um, I think it will continue in that way. But for me, the the you know the the deal that I have with them is is long term. Um, will at least be this year, and well, I mean from from my side, it, we know it's going to go into touring cars, but I'd certainly expect it to go into touring cars for a good few years. Is um, is is certainly the intention from from my side, and um, I don't really see any reason why it'd be any different from 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 the grave side. So that's um, that's where um, we want to be, and um, I think the nice thing with that is, you know, we're, we're able to to learn to learn together, and um, it, it creates a really nice environment. You know, there's 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 things that you can do when you have a long-term plan like that that you can't do when everything is year to year and um and that's really nice and i think it helps to be to to have absolute complete honesty um you know if i've done something wrong the team tell me and if i want something different from the team i can tell them um and i think that will only make us both better as as we as we grow uh, into this year and into 2023 Nice. Outstanding. So, theoretically, if Graves were to turn up with two cars into the touring car next year, and I'm talking about any driver, present day or in the past, who would be your dream teammate? That's a hard one. Um, don't worry, Max. Me and Dan won't feel too bad if you don't pick us. No, well, I can't pick either of you because then the other one's going to feel left out, aren't I? So, uh, <laughs> purposes of tonight's show you can't pick any of the others on the show so we'll make it easier for you any probably do you know what it probably well, be there, carl has got a fantastic suggestion 
one with lots of dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely I, not I, I them. Them. They're out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They buy me out of a seat. No, um, I it'd prob- probably be Colin Turkington. Um, I really admire the way that he goes about his um, the, the the business of touring cars and and his driving on track. And I think being teammates with Colin, I would I would learn a lot um, and enjoy my time. I've always I've always got on um, well with him. And um, yeah, Brad's Brad's gonna be well good, but um, as long as nobody shows me, it'd be all right, won't it? But um, yeah, I'd. Um, I think Colin would be would be a great person to be teammates with. Um, yeah, I've got a few friends who who are entering cars and and being teammates with them will be good fun too. But yeah, I think I think I'd say Colin. Joyce, outstanding, outstanding. Well, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Max. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a motorsport geek anyway, as you've probably been told mm. from Sam, Carl, and everyone. And I could just remember first watching you in the juniors, then watching you in the Clio Cup. But the year that really stands out for me, and you probably get this a lot, is 2019 in the Clio Cup. Yep. That, <laughs> a few times. A few times. I can understand that. I mean, I can remember the buzz point being Thruxton, where there were certain yeah. things that happened. But Yeah, Jack was, fired me off. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I can say that now. It was, it was quality TV, though. Yeah, well, I was uh, very angry. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you what, we, did, we didn't notice. Well, no, I, I admired you because I thought you were quite reserved. I, I if you'd call me a few, I, I couldn't talk. Louise wanted to interview me as soon as he came into pit lane, and I was like, no. And then about two minutes before they interviewed me, I was trying to rip a piece off my car and gone <laughs> and try to smash his head in. But it was... Uh, you know, you, you you get you get angry at a time like that and, and frustrated, but you've got to wrap it all up and uh, and then chat on camera in a somewhat calmer manner. But um, yeah, you know that's 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 how that's how it is. We're passionate about our racing, and we and we we get frustrated when things don't go right. So um, you know, myself, Dan, and Dom will we'll put um, a lot of time and money, and that doesn't just go for the the time that we're in now, but also stemming back over years like me and dom used to race against each other in carts um so you know and that was like in 2002 so we've been working towards these goals that we have for like like for me like 20 years so when something like that happens it's not it's not just the then and there that goes for it when you're in a championship battle and well both dan and dom will understand this but you know dan 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 won last year but He's also experienced the the knocks when you finish second or third, and um, you know when when Dan won his championship, you, you can you can see the elation that came out in him, and and it isn't just winning the championship on that day at Brands that comes out; it's, it's everything else, and um, and I think that was that was that, probably uh, what came out in me at Thruxton as well. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the, uh, again. We, Obviously, I look back at your, what you guys have done in the past and just double check things. And that you've but so you've both raced in what I would call peak Clio Cup, especially mm. those Gen Four, especially those Gen Four models. And now I think you're racing in peak Mini Challenge. It's and, and, and I will say as well that weekend that I saw you at Brands Max, Dan, you would you you probably would have seen me floating around, but you wouldn't know who the hell I was then. 
You're probably still trying to work out. What? That. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Everyone knows he was wrong. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not exactly inconspicuous, am I, to be fair? But... No, you're not. But the, the one thing I will say, the racing that I saw, obviously, because I was there with Max and following you all year, I support the Groves Motorsport. But the fight at the front between yourselves, Max Bird, Bobby Thompson, was some of the cleanest, closest racing I've ever seen this year. It was absolute, well, the cleanest, cleanest to a point. There wasn't I was going to say, you obviously didn't see half of it. Cleanest to a point that it was, you were racing so hard. Yeah. There was a lot of give and take. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. a lot's, and again, there's been stuff in the, I know Motorsport News put out an article on driving standards, and they, they pointed to that weekend at Alton Park with the Mini Challenge, and particularly what Paul O'Neill said um, Yeah, uh, about driving standards. I wonder where like they that. got that and idea from, eh? The races eh? that you guys did at Brands, well, it's almost like the reporter was watching the podcast at some point, but we'll move on from that. Oh, I know, right? Um, <laughs> It, it was it was good to see that you guys you you put on a damn good show for the spectators. You raced hard, you raced fair, and a vast majority of it was bloody clean. It was great to watch. So hats mm. off to you guys. It was fantastic. So more of that this year, if you can. We'll try. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's front uh, <laughs> and rear bumper were knackered after that race. So yeah, it, it was it was it was. Um, it was hard racing. I wouldn't have said it was necessarily all clean. I would say it was probably all fair, nearly fair, but it was hard. You know, it was, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was certainly robust. But I think, um, you know, Dan and Dom will probably back me up here, but I think you almost read the race and sometimes races get a bit shunty and sometimes races end up quite clean and you, you don't really know which way it's going to go, but, you know, if it takes one person to get their elbows out and then almost everybody has to get their elbows out and you either yeah. get, you either eat or get eaten. So you've got to, you know, and that was one of those races where like Jack, Jack clearly wasn't fast enough to stay at the front. So the only way he was going to stay there was by backing us all up. Um, and I tried to do a really clean move on him to start with. And he showed me that that was clearly not going to happen. So after that, I went fine. That's the way you want to race. We'll we'll race that way, and um, and it was it was hard, but uh, good fun. Outstanding. Yeah. So say, it's doggy dog, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, oh, big time. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't get to, but you don't get to be. You know, you guys being at the front of the grid and being you know champions and things like that. You don't get that by being nice and leaving the door open for someone, do you? you you've got to you've got to race. You know. At the same time, if you leave the door open and it's all a bit of a procession, it turns into Formula One. Yeah, if it's if it's all PC, if it's all PC kind of racing, then let's not get get started on that. Let's not get into Netflix Grand Prix. Let's just leave that where it is. Let's just leave that where it is. The one, you know, the reason why everyone's been tuning into the minis and enjoying the minis is because the racing is bloody good. Mm. Yeah. And that's you know, both clubs. We, we, we were having this conversation with Dom before we came on the air, didn't we? Yeah. You know, it, yeah, we were. Even the, Coopers, even the Coopers. And it shows as well, it shows that progressive ladder. Okay, there is a big chunk of, a bigger chunk of money that you need to go from Coopers to JCD and make that step. But it does so that there is a step there to take from the club yeah. stuff 
to what I would call national it's more relatable. Toker, yeah. It's more relatable. Uh, the, the other thing you've got on your CV, Max, I mean, obviously, you've done Crevatech, you've done Britcar. Obviously, you started off in Genetics and you were awesome doing that as well. The bit that impresses me is you went to Paul Ricard and finished yeah. second overall. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, felt like I should have won out there as well, but that's, that's always the way the way it goes. But um, yeah, that was that was mega. Um, that was just an awesome trip. It's actually something I'm um, trying to get mini challenge to try and do. So there's um, there is mini challenge championships in Japan and Italy as well. Um, so I think it'd be really cool if we uh, if we went to Italy for a round. That'd be uh, that'd be awesome. Oh. So. Where would you where yeah. would you want to go? Imola. Oh, <laughs> what a trip yeah. that was. I, I, yeah, am I, have, I am surprised they don't have a series in Germany, soon as though it's kind of BMW. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was the way the Clio Cup worked. It had series all over Europe, and then there was also yeah. China and somewhere else that was further away from Europe. Um, I can't remember. Maybe one of the Scandinavian countries or something like that. But, um, yeah, it was basically all of them. I think it was 11 different countries of people competing. And, um, yeah, we, we finished second. But, you know, Jack, Jack won, um, who, um, who I raced in 2019 in, in the Clio's. So, yeah, I think it showed that – I think it also showed the level that we were at in the UK. We had no idea where we were going to be when we went there. And we were lining up for, the for like, the finals. And – all these Europeans were kind of coming and looking out at car setups and laughing, thinking they're going to be crap. And then we, so yeah, so yeah, it was mid. Um, oh, but yeah, it was it was a really cool event. So hopefully, mini challenge do something like that. Yeah. yeah. So did you all just sort of you walk up to the timing sheets on the board, just turn around, hey? Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't let us have a podium. They um, we so we joined like the European Clio Cup. And I think we yeah. finished like second and third in one of the races, but they wouldn't let they wouldn't let us pick up any trophies. Wouldn't let us do any of that. So we we just nicked the next set's trophies and went and made our own podium away from it all, which I think, <laughs> don't think really helped the case. But yeah, we I don't think we were liked when we left. <laughs> we, we won the big prize and upset them all. That's the oh, way you want to leave. When you do something like that, you want to upset people and then just walk yeah, away. We did a good job of that. Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, guys. Nice to know you. Uh, Peter Graves yeah. does remark, though, I am not driving the lorry to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd drive it to Italy, though. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd like driving through the Alps and the lovely roads going through. Oh, it'd be lovely. So it'd be beautiful. Okay. Yeah, lovely, so jolly, gonna, that. We're, we're going to move on now to Dan Zelos. So. You did an absolutely mega job last year. Ended up as the overall champion, and as a culmination of three years' hard work for yourself, just in the mini challenge. Um, you raced in the Clio Cup before that, and obviously you raced in Genetic Juniors, where you were one of the earliest race winners on record. And you finished every race in 2014, which itself is impressive because let's be honest, Genetic Juniors has a have there's a few that drop out. That's that's all we'll say. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a learning curve. It's a learning ground, it, it, isn't it? It is. I'll be honest. If you manage to shoehorn me in a Genetta Junior, I probably can drive it half as quick as some of the guys on the grid. So, 
You'd look like fucking Noddy trying to get him with Jeanette, do you? Saying that, I managed to get him one, but I did need to be lifted out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, Max is having a coughing fit. I'm oh, backside now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of you to... being shoehorned into a Jeanette Junior guy. <laughs> yeah, I think I, 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 to be fair, I'd probably have that effect on a lot of people. So, Dan, you had an absolutely fantastic season last year four wins, five podiums. Um, you beat Max Bird to the title at Brands. So, to do that, how did it feel for you? Yeah, I mean, um, luckily, most of the tears had kind of got out of the way before a lot of the photos got taken, but it was it was very emotional. I mean, like you said, it was it was three years in the making, um, but it was my sixth year in front-wheel drive, tin-top racing. You know, six, six years ago, I was jumping into a Sicily car, my, as someone called Matt Coates, my teammate. I was jumping out of a Jeanette Junior on road tires, and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and... You know, you just saw the um, my mechanic Dan holding the P1 board as we came across the line. He's also been with me for that entire journey, and there were lots of ups and there were lots of downs. Where I think he was crying under the car because I broke it again. You know, I even <laughs> put it in the wall on the Friday test day at Brands for the final round after having like a year with no damage at all, which he did not yeah. enjoy. So you know, um, it, there's so much that goes into it, and it was such a you know. Accelerate are a, are a big team. Everyone knows that, but they're the very kind of um, small, tight kind of mini JCW family that I was able to be part of for, for three years. And you know, Matt Bird came second. He was my teammate, but for the whole year, we had such a good relationship on track and off track. And um, you know, it's an unfortunate thing that you get on with him so well, but one of the one of us is going to come second. And um, you know, and if I if I'd come second and, and lost to Max Bird, I would have known that I'd done everything I could done. And you know, Max had been deserved champion as well, as well as some other a lot of other guys. You know, including yeah. Matt, Max Coates. It was so so close, like like we said. Um, and yeah, it was. It's it still makes me kind of speechless thinking about how I felt because I can't kind of kind of explain the emotions that went through on the in lap afterwards. It was just a bit of shock really. Um and it'll be a moment that will save me for my entire life, I'm sure. Fantastic. Well at the culmination of that as well, you got to sample some lovely Ford machinery that's not a four K A of course. Um <laughs> you, you 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 got your award which was a test in a Ford Focus <coughs> motorbase touring car. So how did that go? Yeah. Um, again, that was a big tick off the bucket list. Um, um, it, I only got about eight to ten laps because there was it was a um, yeah a wet, windy day in Norfolk at Snetterton. Um, and uh, isn't was, every yeah, day was, wet and windy at Snetterton? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, gale force winds. Like yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't the best of days to um, for the first time get kind of behind a touring car in full speed um and see what i've got but um yeah it was it's such a complete car like the the jcw is an amazing car to drive and i love the jcw but jumping a touring car what i've been looking at getting to or trying to get to my entire life and then to be i mean matt's code probably exactly the same kind of feeling of me when he got to drive, get to drive one and um it's such a complete fast car but it's so stable as well and you've got probably got so much ability underneath you and you know and the motor based car is an amazing car that can win races and had one race this, uh, last year 
so to have that moment kind of come true you know and to be able to have my family there and you know this is what we worked towards getting to it was a really special moment awesome. oh wow that is awesome and i've just worked something out on the top of my head so obviously max you were in the uh infinity q50 sort of 2014 and dad yeah. you're, you're in the motor base car at the end of last year both cars of which well he's not done it yet but ash sutton's gonna jump into the motor base car so for you two how will it feel knowing that you're setting the cars up for ash to go and win the championship <laughs> that's very <laughs> not nicely done there rob that was that was man to email napa racing mentioning that exact line and see if uh, i can get myself a drive yeah. next year <laughs> <laughs> remember that time <laughs> <laughs> the driver. Yeah, all, all you need to do just yeah. just pop into the garage and be like, look, just I set it up for him. Just just yeah. you know what I mean? They, they, they've yeah. got two other cars. Andy Neat's gone now, so they can afford the they can afford to take some budget <laughs> off. You know, yeah, the budget can, hasn't tripled. Yeah, the budget hasn't tripled. It's all right. They could save some money on the extra body repairs. Well, I mean it. Uh, I'm I'm very gingerly asking this now because obviously I, I know when it comes to the top level you, you don't know what's going on in the background and stuff but do you know what you're doing for 2022 yet? Um, it's nothing is confirmed yet. We are okay. you know I can be like the aim like I said since I was little is to race in touring cars and yeah. after the results last year I feel like this year is my year to try and make it there to touring cars. Um, but as everyone knows, it's a big budget. It's a lot bigger than JCW's. Um, yep. So it's a very hard one to get into. And there's not many seats left. There's a lot of good race winning drivers and drivers that are returning and being back in it again. And um, the, the seats are filling quick. And, um, you know, um, I, I've got a couple of more sponsors on board and I'm hoping a few more I can sign on so we can say, yes, that's what we're doing. But only time will tell. And if not, then... I might return to JCWs and try and defend my title. Um, either I'll just love to be behind a race car again and be able to do some tight cross-sport racing. Um, you know, and with, with these two lads, then it'll be a pleasure. Fantastic. It's, 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 it's great to hear. Now, we asked Max this question at the beginning because obviously we know Graves stepping into British Touring Cars 2023 beyond. So in, in theory, if you went into a two-car team, and you could have any teammate you want, past or present, apart from these two, who would you have? Oh, God, what a question. What a question. <laughs> right. Hmm. Oh, it's a very difficult one, you see. I've got a lot of people that, um, yeah. Met a mate, Just uh... for the record, Dom, you now know what's coming. Yeah. When we start talking <laughs> to you. Okay? This will give you a little bit of time to have a little think about it. Don't worry. I like surprise when you ask me as well. Just to put it out there, I reckon there's about another 30 grand in the pot for Dan to go and do touring cars because I reckon everybody in JCWs would pay a grand for him not to come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go then. Oh, that's a nice gesture. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. How um, about that for a sponsorship? Can you imagine going around to every team? Like, I think no. that's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, that's uh, that's a that's Sunday worth of ties and touring cars, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the the answer to your question is so difficult. I mean, I've worked um, a bit uh, quite closely with Tom Ingram last year, being in the, in it under the Accelerate banner. Um, and Tom's a great guy, and I think I could learn a lot off him, like what Max said about Colin. So anybody like like Tom Ingram, um, you know, someone like Josh Cook, who's got years of experience, race winner. 
that have come through the kind of Toka support ranks. I think, you know, any anybody like that as a teammate would be the, the best of myself. I know they're really easy guys to get on with as well that, um, you know, I could slot into a team very nicely with. But, yeah, yeah. we'll see. Well, you, see, you say Josh Cook comes through the Toka rank. I see him as a club racing hero. He started in Stockage. Yeah, I, I can remember back in the day. I can remember going to watch him back in the day. Bring them. I was. I think it was Castle Coombe I went to, and there's Cook Sport, and they bring the Saxo out the back, and I'm thinking, who's Josh Cook? Well, now he's winning races in the touring cars. It's great to see. Yeah, okay, but just he, these guys and and you know the likes of Josh Cook are, are proof in the pudding that it, there is a ladder there, and you can make it. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, you just got to you got to work bloody hard for it. <laughs> I can imagine, especially when you're going up to the sort of bigger budgets of, of, of Toker and so on. Right, before we come to you, Dom, before we come to you, Dom, we're just going to take a quick break to tell you about the Ambassador programme. Have we got a video to show? Yeah. Caught me off guard there, Rob. Sorry. Oh. I forgot to mention it earlier. I was like, we might, we might take a break because my voice is... <clears throat> 2022, everyone, and as you can tell, we're still not practicing this show very well. <laughs> Some things won't it's change. Realism. It's, it's not fake production, it's realism. Right, yes, enjoy. There we go. So that is the Club Racing UK Ambassador Programme. Entries close July 31st. So, Steph, They definitely don't close then. No? Oh, January No, 1st. they close January. Bloody hell, we'll be halfway through the season then, you tit. I know we want to week it out a little bit. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. We had to go to the break then because I've been trying not to cough for about 20 minutes. I had a frog in my throat. So, anyway, Dom, thank you so much for patiently waiting. So, we've Uh, talked to the big boys. Oh, go on, Slow down, Rob. Can we just sell the ambassador program a little bit? (laughs) Here's put put a fancy video on. Move on. (laughs) I love it. Right, come on, then. Sell it to us. Right, there we go. Right, so all the information's on the website. (laughs) 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 No, I'm joking. So, anyone, so for for 2022, we're running our ambassador program again. So for three drivers, uh, we're going to give them as much support as we can, as we normally do with all our social media exposure uh, and all our contacts, so all our partners involved. 
are going to be offering their services, their products, um, advice and help and everything else to help you grow and uh, improve yourself for the 2022 races. And that's going to be um, car setup, um, driver tuition, um, all sorts of stuff. I can't list them because I haven't got a nice list to read off. But all that. Uh, plus, on the 14th of March, we're chucking on a free track day for the three ambassadors for us all to meet and greet, have some fun, get some track time in. Um, and go from there. And then yeah. in October, when the Burkett relay is, we're going to. Uh, what is that? And uh, for the Burkett relay, we're going to put you all in and have a Club Racing yeah. UK team. So we're running along. Club Racing UK team this. at the Burkett relay this year as well. Um, you get to race with us, lot. Head to the website and find out how to apply. It's nice and easy. Yes. As you say, January. 31st yeah, will be when we close our entries and our next in fact i think it's the next show isn't it next podcast will be our uh, yeah. ambassador special um where we will have our three new ambassadors on um we've had a great response from it as well guys is it not the next one yeah, we'll be, yeah no it won't be the next one is it the next one two days to decide and uh that's going to be quite difficult I'm sure no, no. we'll throw something together. No, no, there is a sorry, there is another show, and then middle of February, um, we are then going to have our ambassador show. But as you've seen on our socials, we've started announcing some of our partners, um, and we will continue to do so over the next week or so. That's going to be good. There we go, guys. Right, can I talk to Dom now? Yes. Yes, Rob. Right, you can. Right. Thank you for waiting patiently, Dom. No problem, um, Dom. <laughs> but you've had a mega year as well, haven't you? Been all right, yeah, yeah. Gone, <laughs> gone to plan. So, so you you sort of you you hail from Hartlepool originally, so you're based quite a, far up north, along with uh, Max. Although we live on the south coast, so anything above Andover is sort of up north. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so obviously, am I right in saying so? You started off with the Scottish minis and worked yeah. your way into the mini challenge. Yeah. So um, started the Scottish minis. I can't work it out. Three years before I did the British minis. So um, actually it was my dad who started in the uh, Scottish minis. He got bored uh, when we finished karting uh, and started uh, playing around in, in those. And uh, I was off at uni. And when I finished that, I said, I'd been kind of given grief from the side of the, the track for the couple of years he'd been racing, telling me he was doing everything wrong. And uh, I said, uh, look, I'll, I'll have a go. And uh, yeah, the rest is history as such. I went three years in, in Scotland, but the problem with Scotland is that it's got one racetrack. Oh, yeah, it does have more, but it's got one main racetrack, Knock Hill, and it got a bit got a bit uh, boring. Doing the so um, it was actually at the end of that, we uh, we said to the team that we were with at the time, Performance Tech, we said, look, we're, we're going to go off and do do the British series, I think. We want to uh, do the different tracks. We want to, um, you know, just to bring back a bit more interest. We were getting a bit, like I said, bit bit samey. And uh, they said the same. They said, we'll come with you if you want. Um, you know, we were to and, uh, that was, that's what we did. So uh, the uh, we came down to do the, the mini challenge with the team. No clue, really, with the change in regulations between the two classes uh we had to 
kind of relearn the the setup, <coughs> learn the new tracks, learn the whole format, especially with Tocker and the kind of the 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 needs of when you have to turn up, where you have to be, yeah. when you have to be there. Um, so from that, we you know we've worked with the team really closely to to build that setup, build build that knowledge and. We always said it was like a three-year plan that that first year we'd just learn it and then we'd kind of build into the championship and yeah um this third year and uh yeah got got what we came for the the overall title got the title it was great to see it still was i've just sort of tweaked in the back of my mind as well and this is relevant for the three of you so all three of you have sort of jumped into mini challenge and then a massive pandemic engulfed the world so you haven't exactly <laughs> been racing in the most normal of circumstances if you think about it, because you had the condensed season in 2020 and then you had last year, which was semi-normal, but you still have regulations and then there's more bits this year. So I suppose as well, you'd be looking forward to a bit of normality this year, hopefully. There was, when last year was the first year, sorry, 2020 was the first year the Coopers supported Tocker. Yeah. Um, now, so when I joined that package, uh, I wasn't used to huge crowds at Tocker Rounds, so it was quite easy for me to kind of go to a track and then not to be that many spectators. You just go, right, crack yeah. on. You know, I'm here to race myself. But, yeah, the, the talk around the paddock, and I'm sure Max and Daniel definitely have felt the difference, was just it feels dead. It feels just no atmosphere like, like it normally is when all the, um, you know, spectators are there. And this year just gone, 2021, um, yeah, I can see. I can see the difference now. Looking back, <laughs> they were, they were, you know, poles apart. Um, but yeah, it was good to see. Uh, it was good to start racing and kind of have people up on the uh, up on the banks actually watching, rather than just yeah. sat at home. <laughs> I bet that's mega, actually. Yeah. Oh, we, any any time we've raced and we've had like five people there, it's amazing. So imagine <laughs> for you guys. Exactly. <laughs> The first time it happens, it's pretty amazing. Like I, it can probably the first time for you be genetic juniors, Dan. Same, same as me. But I remember like going out at Thruxton for my first genetic junior race on a Sunday at Toka, and just being like, "Wow, there is lots of people <laughs> here and to watch me spin." <laughs> Did you so, hit the console yeah. while you were too busy watching the uh, the banks of people? Oh, this is great. This is. Bam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, that's what happened. So, I think I did crash or spin or something. So, yeah, it is. I mean, Thruxton's got quite a special atmosphere with a banking up like that. It's and it's for for us, it's our local track. So it's it was normally the pilgrimage that we would do every year. Obviously, the best bit is the bar situated in between the two hilltops, so you get suitably uh, lubricated and uh, ready to watch the racing. But uh... I mean, for anyone who doesn't know where we are, Bruxton is our local track, but it's still an hour up the road. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how south we are. Pretty much. If we went any further south, we would be in the drink or the Isle of Wight. I don't know what's worse. You know what's worse? You might be definitely not the Isle of Wight. <laughs> well, uh, it's a long way down for me and Dom. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can, I, I can imagine. To be fair, so I mean, um, so the plan for you, so you, so you've won the championship this year. So is it uh, the aim is obviously going to be progression for you this year? Have you got anything set in place? 
fingers crossed, nothing set in place yet. It's kind of same as Dan. Um, ideally, we're uh, we're going uh, to take that step up, like you say. It's you know th- those rungs set out, so hoping to go JCWs. But mm. um, if uh, you know, it's not the same step that JCW is the touring car that Dan's got to uh, work at. But there's a there's a a budget gap there that I've got to uh, to work to fill. So fingers crossed, but hopefully in the next couple of uh, weeks I'll be able to to be a bit more confident about that and and you know uh, commit one way or the other. But uh, so, definitely not touring cars like uh, like these boys. So just just to kind of obviously without going into too much detail, but what kind of jump are we talking? You know, from from something like. Cooper class, JCW, and then Max, obviously you going towards touring cars. How many zeros we kind of like just a ballpark figure, just for, for our viewers that are listening that are curious. Well, Don, just Don's best of... place to talk to you about, about Cooper budgets. Where, where are you in Cooper's Don? Um so I think the thing with Coopers is it can be a broad range because you can do it quite cheap. Um because of how the cars are and whatnot, but I think um, you're talking like 30, 30 yeah. to do it properly. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you're talking at least double that for the JCWs. And then I yes. imagine it just goes <laughs> exponentially um, there on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Many you, you zeros later. I think yeah, Dan... Dan would probably agree that, that like JCWs is in a ballpark of anywhere from probably as a as an absolute minimum probably 65 70 if you didn't do any testing didn't damage anything that would be anything serious going off at any point in the year um to do you to do your seven round championship you'd be somewhere around that as a absolute minimum um yeah but you could easily spend 120 grand in in minis if you wanted to and go and do the testing that we would all like to do um and touring car budgets are anywhere (laughs) starting from double that to half a million 600 750 grand so is that is that sort of ring a bell with you dan yeah, yeah, I think, you know, um, it depends for, for, for JCW, it depends how much you stay out of trouble. Um, you know, um, you can go a whole season without yeah, doing any damage, um, you know, but you could have one or, one or two big, big crashes like you <clears> saw <throat> a lot, like at Alton Park where, where Bark had a massive, massive crash and that can just skyrocket your season with all the parts you got to replace or you could be a bit unlucky with breakdowns and things like that. Um, and it can quite easily get to, to like towards an over your hundred grand mark quite easily. Um, yeah. You know, I'm working towards a budget of pretty much half a million to be safe because of damage in touring cars a lot more tires. You know, I'm not going to turn up at round one and expect to be on the pace. So I need testing to make sure right. that I'm there, and you know, I need the right team around me as well. So it's a it's a it's a massive jump and. I've jumped from Janetta Juniors into Clio Cup, which I thought at the time was a was a massive jump in budget, and then that's kind of stayed fairly similar a little bit more for the JCW. So I've never had to go this much bigger, and it's a yeah, yeah. it's a massive step. Um, but I'm just very happy that I've got as far as I can. If I do make it, then 
Pipperay, but um, you know, as long as I can get in a seat this year, that's uh, that'd be the the main aim at the moment. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I appreciate that. That's good. I think I think the point you made there, Dan, that it's always dependent on damage, and that is one kind of fact that you can't get away from in any motorsport. You could you could go out and do the cares and spend a good good bit of money if every time you uh, went out in that care you uh, you roofed it. They're not, they're not the most expensive cars to rebuild, but you can definitely uh, yeah. Yeah. You'd soon double your budget, by, wouldn't you? Uh, by doing that, then yeah, if you keep it clean, um, you can you can help save save a few of them pennies, and maybe you don't have to. You know, you can you can upgrade and go to M and S once in a while to uh, <laughs> as a as a bit of a treat for not for not you know wrecking a car one weekend, but um, yeah, it's like. You know, there's so much variation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no, I get it. I get it. It's one of those questions, isn't it? You, you can't yeah. foresee what's going to happen. But Yeah, I mean, I, I've got the comment we, up there. We get all kinds of... I've got the comment up from, from Carl. So he's put 35K, 75, 350 for a good season plus damage. Yeah. You're in the ballpark so, with, the, with all those figures, really. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, so and, I mean, it shows a progression. And then, obviously, you know... What a lot of people think, Jesus, that's a lot of money. But yes, you're on terrestrial telly most Sundays of the year. You you effectively almost become a bit of a minor celebrity with it. Maybe thinking. <laughs> I'm not sure what the answer was to that question. <laughs> well, no, put, it, put it this way: Who would I respect more? Someone that raced on the Toka package, or someone <clears> from <throat> Love Island? I'm yeah. going to go to yeah. well, Rob, I've known you a few years now, and I know which one you choose. Love Island. Uh, yeah. And we, yeah. know which one to, we know which one Steph would choose, because Steph watches Love Island. He does. So he's got a UK exclusive right there. <laughs> I mean, I don't oh, come on. You, you only have to look at him to understand he watches Love I Island. How have we got on to Love Island? I, I don't know. Shall we move swiftly off it? Yeah, we'll move. Guys, we'll move yeah, that'd be I've nice. got a question for you. I've got a question for the for the guys. Um, so for all the club races that will be watching this, obviously everyone has the dream to be able to get into mini challenge, touring cars, etc., etc. Um, I'm sure you got asked this all the time. But what was your sort of best advice for them for making that step from club racing to professional racing? Who's going first? I thought the question was going to be, would you go on Love Island? Um, the, um, That's from from the, the club to the club racing to to kind of your toka paddock stuff, um, best advice. I think um, the I think one of the big stumbling blocks is always um, is, is getting a car. Um, you know, when you look at when you look at our budgets to go and race and, and where the breakdown is, there's um, there's your there's your car, your entry fee, um, the team fees, and your tires, which are generally your biggest areas of expense. Um, now, if you're mechanical, you don't have to run with the team. It's a bloody big benefit, and it makes life so much easier if you've got somebody who knows what they're doing you'll find that you don't have loads of mistakes you're not tired when you get there um 
well, you might still be tired when you get there, but you're less tired than you would be if you're prepping your own car and they're doing all that kind of stuff as well. Um, so, you know, those are where your big cost areas are. And I think that's probably um, driving ability, which is something you can do and, and sort of sort out by trying to get some coaching with um, somebody like myself or a number of other people who do coaching up and down the country. Um, you know, and then the next the next thing is costs. Um, and those are your big cost areas. Your tyres you have to have, your entry fee you have to pay for. Um, your team is a massive benefit, but if you're just trying to make that move up, then go and try and do it. And then the final bit is getting the, getting the actual vehicle itself. Um, and one of the biggest and best ways that we've done it is we, we've been able to get um, sponsors to buy the car because effectively it's an asset um, and it's still worth something at the end. So you might not ever own your car, but if you can find a sponsor who's willing to invest into what is what is effectively an asset that you then insure, um, then you can be looking at the running costs of that rather than having to fork out um, 50, 60 grand for a car. So, you know, that was that was how I got started in Geneta Juniors. Somebody bought us the, um, the car, um, and then between bits of sponsorship and me and my dad doing the work on the car, then we were able to run it. And um, 11 or 12 years later, here I am. And, um, you know, I'm, I've, I've been doing it doing it for a while and it all started from doing that. So if you can get somebody to buy the car, then um, bloody go for it and see what happens. Yeah, I've, I noticed you do the hot laps in the Clio Cup car still. So is that a, 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 a yeah. roll on that? Um, no, I'm really pleased that I actually own that car now, which is really cool, or the, the oh, business does. So, um, yeah, it was something that I um, was, uh, was was able to do, and um, I'm now trying to build a business to, to pay it back. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's where the hot laps come in. But um, it's an extension to to, to what I do as, um, as a whole racing driver marketing package. So... I want to be able to offer my sponsors more. Um, I've now got three cars that can run and do corporate events, um, wow. and and the Clio is, uh, I guess, the the Halicon product at the, sitting at the top of that. Oh, sweet! I, I, can I just say, actually, um, I'm going to throw this out here, Max. You probably don't know this. You probably I remember it like it was yesterday, but you probably don't. Um, I can highly recommend going on a hot lap with yourself. Um, so I did the want to race competition probably back in 2016, 2017. Okay. And uh, you threw me around Blyton Park in a Janetta G50, and I still don't think my eyeballs have gone fully back into my sockets from the braking power of one of those things. You, do you know what? They were one of the best day. cars to do, the, to do it in. We're like, we, we got to... Um, Doing, I, I think Dom's, def, Dom's definitely done hot laps. Uh, I know Dan will have done on the Clio Cup days, but done quite a lot of taking people for hot laps and there yeah. is nothing more satisfying than watching somebody's like eyes either the first time you accelerate or first time you yeah. break properly and they're like yeah honestly they, they did those harnesses happening. up so tight and this was before i was racing myself so i was i was still quite green yeah. to it and honestly insane i highly recommend going on a hot lap with a professional racing driver people if you are listening I, I've no idea whether it was whether it was you, Nick, or somebody else. But I, rem I remember being at Blyton. There's a fast right left uh, complex, which yeah. is which is flat out. And in a G50 with slicks and a little bit of aero, it was 
mm-hmm. flat. Maybe taking yeah. the mick a little bit on track limits, where most people mm-hmm. in the G40s who were driving it were comfortably a lift and yeah. a short shift, very tentatively, and I was pinned through there. <laughs> and you, you've got to be quite close to the tyre stacks. And I remember mm-hmm. looking across to somebody as we were going flat, and they were just going... <laughs> it was it was one of the, I remember it now and it's like one of those memories that stuck with me to go that's that's really cool that you've been able to give somebody that yeah that experience was, and um, I mean yeah, awesome. there's probably there's probably a lot of other people that are doing it but I was probably one of those people that was just yeah. like oh. <laughs> yeah it was it was mad he was just, the only just one I was stupid enough to look at him rather well. than where I was going yeah <laughs> yeah uh, mega experience so I must thank you for that. Obviously, I got out of the car like a quivering mess, but you were just merrily sat there smiling, waiting for the next victim. But yeah, I should thank you for that. That was brilliant. That's one way to describe it, the next victim. Uh, just, yeah. just quickly to, to Max and Dad. So you've had Clio Cup machinery and you've had the JCW machinery. Slightly different. So what? what first of all, what are the differences? <laughs> and I know it's a mini challenge episode and you've kind of got to be a bit kind to it, but which one's your favourite? I mean, ours a lot faster than JCW, so mine's quite easy. I mean, the Clio Cup car was a very hard car. I mean, the first front-wheel drive car I jumped into to race, and uh, I was jumping into it with not a lot of experience, and um, I really struggled in Clio Cup, actually. And But it is a completely different car to JCW, so jumping out of a Janetta Junior, rear-wheel drive, road tyres, um, yeah, on the edge of 100 brake horsepower, and jumping into a front-wheel drive Clio Cup car on slicks, a lot more power um but that i mean max back me up very understeery clio cup cars um you know and very stiff kind of shell whereas i find with the jcw is um, a lot more oversteery you can kind of control the car with the, with the rear um a bit uh, a bit snappy and stuff which just makes it for me a much more excitable car to drive um a lot more challenging, I think, as well for the driver. Um, but I'm interested to see what Max says because Max has been very successful in both series. So, yeah, I um, I agree with everything that Dan said. Really, um, I think there's there's very clear differences. I I love the Clio Cup car. I thought the racing was exceptional in them. Um, I think it's a difficult way question to answer, and I I almost answer it with both. As I've been asked it quite a lot. If I was to go out and do one lap and go qualifying, I'd take the Mini every day. If I was to go and race it, I'd probably take the Clio. Um, I just think the Clio probably bred slightly better racing. Um, I think the the Mini is is working to get there with a few things that they are trying to do to the cars um, over the next few years. Um, I think we were able to run a bit closer for longer with the um, with the Clio's in terms of cooling, um, and I think they probably withstood a little bit more impact um, in terms of when we were close. Um, but the JCW is a bloody awesome car to drive. It's it is fast. Like the first time I drove it, it was like, wow, this thing is quick in comparison to a Clio. And I've had the luxury of being able to get back into the Clio, having driven the JCW. And and you're right, Dan, it is much more understeery. Um, like, we, we probably both had the same thing where we we're like, when we first got in the Clio, everybody's like, they're so Larry, they're crazy, they're so oversteery. 
and then you get in the JCW and you're like, that thing is a pussycat in comparison to this. <laughs> this thing is mental. Um, yeah, the, the JCW is 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 full on crazy, full on psycho. Where the uh, the, the the mini the Clio is a bit bit more tame. Okay, okay, and Dom. So the Coopers, what what do you need to kind of do to the Coopers to get them to work well? Well, um, well, <laughs> yeah. well, what 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 mm, what I did with the Cooper to get it go well. I won't say that it because I know there's a, two different mindsets on this. There was um, there was one mindset that you uh, throw the rear end right up in the air go fully stiff and uh, just drive it on the front, just get it pointy on the front, turn it in, let the back end step and then just floor it um, and just just drive it all on that front and kind of like a dog on laminate floor and let that rear end just kind of follow the front. Um, so, uh, but I also know that um, for a good couple of years before that, um, in fact, I believe it was Kyle, Kyle Reed who's done a bit in JCWs, but he came down from uh, the Scottish series uh, and won in, in the British series as well. He came down and found a setup that was really fast with a really planted rear, really flat car. And, uh, and it was one of those things, because he was at the front with a very flat car, everyone else tried to do a flat car. Um, and then I think I know Matt Hammond, who's been uh, with us in Coopers this season. Uh, I know back in 2016 when he raised it, it was all the, the philosophy was get that rear end right up in the air. Um, so when he came back this year, I had it up in the air. Matt had it up in the air, and I think everybody in the paddock then went, "Should we? Should we try this way again?" So th there's two kind of mindsets, and it seems to kind of flip, but. Mm. Um, for me, it was always yeah, just get that rear end loose and um, you drive it on the front. You, you, you can never have you know too well. Okay, maybe that's too far, but you can never nearly have too little rear end. You can always just floor it, and you'll be pretty safe. They they don't snap like the JCWs do. They start to go, and you go, oh, here we go. We're, we're starting to, we're starting to go sideways. I should probably do something about this. Where I, I believe in the JCWs, um, you're already round facing the wrong way, and then your brain goes, "I, I think the back end step there," and it's too <laughs> yeah. so, um, so, and that's a good thing about the Cooper. It is, you know, to, to to wring its neck to get every little bit out of it. It's obviously tough, um, but they're not then they're not going to you know bite your hand off you can get in one and, and have a good stab at them without a kind of feeling like you you're having to be all or nothing okay fair play so quite a bit of a difference into a jcw so are you able to have you driven a jcw yet so you can kind of gauge the i've had a short going one um so, so can you take anything from what you've learned and race race-wise in trophy and take it to JCW or is it a case of master mm -hmm. reset learn completely different um I think it's closer to the master reset than uh you know it's everything like Max says uh, the you know he saw a big difference between the Clio and the JCW to go from a Cooper to a JCW just everything about it feels different the the kind of the rawness the 
you know, I, I didn't get uh, kind of like Dan kind of got to go part of winning the championship, got a got a chance to go out in a JCW and have a go at it. And, uh, you know, you only get a short kind of a session or two to, to have a go at them. And for the first five laps, for sure, it feels like the car's driving you more than the other way around. The, I couldn't believe things like with the, the, you start to go to like limited slip diffs and things like that. And all of a sudden the car, you'd think a, a car just kind of, you get on a straight and it goes in a straight line. You get in the JCW and all of a sudden it's, it's fighting you. you. You feel like you've got a grip on the steering wheel harder down the straight than you do around the corner sometimes. So it's, um, it, it was eye opening um, to say the least, but it does feel more like a proper race car. You know, you're going down the box and it's, it's a sequential box. So you, you feel more like the, the racing driver you always kind of pictured in the back yeah. of your head as you were kind of, um, but no, uh, brutal, brutal. But I think like what Dan says, because they're so snappy, because they're so kind of, um, so much of a race car, you know, they don't take any prisoners. You get out in one and you, you, you know, you, you feel like you're, you're in a, a fight and then you, you finish, you, you, you get back in the pit lane and you think, oh, that was great. I want to, I want to do that again. That was, uh, I've just done kind of around in the ring with Mike Tyson kind of thing. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's two very different experiences, but both of them, are, you know, uh, very, really very in different, different ways. Wait till you drive one round Knock Hill. What was that, Max? <clears throat> So wait till you drive one round Knock Hill. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that is the track that's kind of ringing alarm bells at this point. If I uh, if I manage to get GSCW, um, I tell you what, Dan's... car to the grid as well. <laughs> what driving the car to the grid? Well, I wait until you got like yeah, the cars around you, mm. all, with oh, it, yeah. all pretending to be Mike Tyson, probably as well. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. Which track do you think was the hardest in 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 JCW minis, Dan? I think, I, I mean, in my in my in my first year, I would have possibly said said Knock Hill, um, mm. so, so, so you know twenty twenty. Um, but I, maybe it was just a setup that I got uh, got last year. But I got the setup really happy with the car, and I almost felt completely safe uh not kill something just clicked that weekend and i, for me, I, I don't think like, anybody's ever said that about not killing <laughs> the jcw um, yeah so but um i mean for me the standout ones are probably maybe alton park um mm. at alton park it, you can be you're, you're on the limits for like 90 percent of the lap and if you dip a wheel onto that grass once like we saw in the races it can go very wrong very quickly um and i think it's being on that edge which is um you know, always got on the back of your mind a little bit, especially when you're racing at the front trying to win a championship. Um, and and Croft as well um, is, uh, yeah. is a fairly fairly big beast. Um, that um, I yeah, again, Croft if it goes wrong a little bit, yeah. I, I think you know since they've um, retarmacked it all, I enjoy it a lot more than I did. But I can't believe the retarmac been so bumpy, and the bumps are all exactly where you don't want them either. Um, but it yeah. means that. It's a proper hard track to master. When you do master it, it does feel feel really good. When you get a lap together, you're like, yeah, that was that felt good that did. Um, yeah. Definitely. No, I, I thought Croft was like I, I've got a lot of experience around Croft. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hard in a in the JCW. Like you got out and we're, we're sort of thinking, well, we we survived that one. That was uh that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, 
pleased I'm here to have a chat with you, lads. <laughs> it's a bit on the edge. Yeah. I mean, it's, for me, it's a shame that the, I know, obviously, for tyre reasons and stuff like that, they, they don't visit it. I would love to see the JCWs visit Thruxton because I think that, that would be, okay, it would be seriously risky for you guys, but that would be spectacular. Yeah, I mean, Thruxton's been a track that I've loved since my Jeanette Junior days. Um, you know, I had my first race win in, at Thruxton and Jeanette Juniors, um, you know, but the only problem with JCW going to Thruxton is if we go to Thruxton, it's very like the Coopers will get dropped from doing Thruxton and the racing that Coopers yeah. put on at Thruxton, yeah. you could start on the back of the grid and you could be in the lead by about four or five laps later with the toe in the Cooper yeah. and the racing is phenomenal. Like, for me, um, Cooper's was probably the best racing on the Touring Car weekend when I was standing there trackside because you're looking at yeah. live timing and I'd come across the line and all 20 cars in a different order. And yeah. that one was three seconds behind that on the start lap in, in the toe. And it caught yeah. it because, like, by, it was like NASCAR. It was, yeah. I mean, Dom knows better than all, but yeah, that the, the racing was well, Funny enough, for all those reasons, Dan. I didn't like racing there. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that's the one I've watched and gone, I want to do that. That looked yeah. awesome. It, it does. Because we actually, funny enough, I think it was last year or even our first season with the podcast, we had Alex Neville, Bradley Gravett, and Alfie Glennie on when they were racing Coopers. And we had the footage from Thruxton going up into the club chicane. And it wasn't like one or two into one doesn't go. It's about five into one, into another five, into another two. It was like a it's, it's either a demented hornet's nest going around or some sort of squadron of cars. Just, yeah, crack on with yourselves, guys. Sort it out at the end. We'll just, yeah. Phenomenal well, racing. Thing, you, in the Coopers round Thruxton, you go through the first corner, you get into that first complex, you break into there, and then from the exit of that first apex of the complex you then flat out all the way until you get to the last corner you don't lift i think it's something like 58 seconds flat out not you know just um and while you're doing that you know these the, the minis are basically a brick on wheels in terms of aerodynamics there's you know that there's not much kind of slope to them i love your engineering terms dom <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dog on a laminate carpet <laughs> That's the best way to explain them, but they are. They're just the the so you get down the straight and the tour's so strong. <laughs> you you set off from there and if you don't have someone immediately in front of you and it's someone immediately in front of them, then then you're racing in your mirror as you go through all those fast corners, you go down through church and you're going you you know, you're going three wide through church and you're thinking, Oh well as long as the guy on the outside seen me and the guy on the out the inside's also seen me, we might be all right, but it's you kind of have to do a lot of holding your breath down there when you're racing and just hope everyone's kind of on the same page. But going so in the last corner, it's just, it's always just, if you can go on the last lap about seventh, you've got a good chance of the win. Any other position, <laughs> if, you, if you're in the top three going on the last lap, you know, it, it's 50 50 whether you'll be on a, on, on, a, on a step when you cross the finish line. 
Yeah. Dom, and, Dom uh, got bump drafted by Alfie this year. <laughs> 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 so they, they go, they're going along and they're bump drafted, and Dom's, Dom's giving him this in the mirror, like thumbs up. And Alfie gives him a thumbs up, like, and then rips him at the chicane. <laughs> it's one of the funniest videos I've seen all year because poor Alfie genuinely didn't mean to do it. And he ripped Dom, <laughs> and he just was like, <laughs> it, was just, it was perfect of like a synchronized thumbs up. And yeah. then about 10 seconds later, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> it just, hilarious. Just done the impossible. We'd just got about a about a second gap to third place. Um, they kind of scuffled at the top <clears> of the hill. And me and Alfie were, were breaking away. And I was going, come on, it, this is our chance. We can guarantee a one two. Let's just push. We'll we'll fight about who gets top and who comes second on the last lap. But for now, let's just crack on. So I'm I'm giving him yeah, let's go. And he's like, Yeah, 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 come on. And I get on with Alfie really well. So I'm like, I think we've got a good partnership here. We might actually get away. And then yeah, I get on the brakes and all of a sudden, bam, and that's it. <laughs> I'm across the grass trying to just hold this massive fence slapper. And that was it. Back to about ninth. And I thought, oh well, there we go. That was, that was <laughs> chance, but not just that, you've just had your foot welded to the accelerator pedal for about a minute. Does your foot not get numb or anything doing that? Well, maybe that, that was Alfie's problem. Maybe it, uh, it, it started to cramp up or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 is, it is really difficult because you you can gain about like eight mile an hour top speed if, you, if you're if you at the back of like a big chain. Um, And so if you're about fifth in the queue, you're going along. You've got so much extra speed and eight mile an hour probably maybe doesn't sound like much when you're doing 120 or whatever but it does when you're trying to break within just a couple of meters to get to that apex so yeah. just naturally someone always at the back kind of goes oh bloody hell, here we go and, and just hasn't quite got the breaking uh, point right for that extra speed that they're pulling so yeah it was um it's always been kind of yeah good, good racing but there's been some uh Big, big incidents with the uh, Coopers. We always get uh, gently reminded by the organisers every time we go. They're just, uh, guys, can we just make sure? Let's all just give each other a bit of room. Let's yeah. just, you know, <laughs> put on a good show, but don't do anything silly. And JCW uh, get that every briefing, yeah. to be honest, <laughs> yeah. and in between every race. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. And then you get to the grid and you go, oh my God, look at that crowd. Right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair the Alton shunt I think me and you both had a good view of that didn't we the particularly the the Barker one yeah I yeah, just well, remember Barker. me and you both got interviewed with it that was crazy yeah well I'd literally luckily got past um them at the <clears> restart <throat> and all I saw in the rearview mirror was two cars going next to each other then I saw one car kind of go this way and I kind of looked forward and then looked back and the car was gone and the next thing I see is the roof of the car going kind of over my rear view mirror from what I could see and then just going in all I could see was it kind of disappear behind some cars and I was like that's like a 10 car pile up here and yeah it was it was really bad like um I think I think we'd all agree that everyone was quite lucky to come away with that pretty unscathed considering I mean I know that Ollie was pretty rustled up but it could have been a whole lot worse um oh, yeah, and, I mean, max got a, max got a front row seat in that i believe and so did your teammate i think he got a little bit too close for comfort i think didn't he? yeah have you seen the onboard from isaac smith that one yes. <laughs> that one is i'd have entered the lottery that night i think you know um, it is yeah we, we were so close to having i mean it was a huge shunt 
So let's not play it down at all. But that would have been so much worse if Isaac hadn't managed to take avoiding action and, and miss Ollie because it was Ollie was upside down on the track and Isaac was coming towards him. It was, it was, it was pretty hairy. Yeah. Car went so high. It's like it's like we're on um, on a set of course, wasn't it? It's sort of like how's it? sparked out and gone like that you thought the physics yeah. weren't quite right you were thinking oh, i need to stop, talk to the developers about this that, that's yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Like, i think i need dominic to explain this well guys it's it's getting towards that time we've nearly been on air for two hours well wow. mm. Absolutely. So I've I've got to thank the three of you again for coming on and giving us your time this evening. Um, we wish all three of you huge bundles of luck this season. We really hope you go out and uh, get some good results. <clears throat> Dan, especially, if you can get into the touring cars, I'll be rooting for you, mate. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Dom as well. Get yourself sorted in the JCWs. And Max, let's see you bring that championship home. Thanks, Thanks mate. Good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, Steph, Nick, any other business? Be good, guys. Not tonight. Just not Nick's a shocking internet at the end there. Nick's shocking internet at the end. Well, while Nick looks for another internet provider, once does, again... does anyone want to sponsor me some decent internet? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What did you say? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, we'll we'll leave it from that while Nick sorts out his uh... shocking internet uh, out. Uh, I've been Robert Lewis. Nick Holmes has been here occasionally trying to blag stuff, and Stefan Marsh has been in the background as well. And once again, thank you very much to our guests tonight, Mr. Max Coates, Mr. Dan Zelos, and Don Wheatley, the mini challenge superstars. Thank you very much, guys. It's the Club Racing UK podcast, and we'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.